It is the big moment. Nuri meets the family. And we have a pretty big guest in studios with us right now. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey. I just think of incense. And tea. Like, like just reading a book. We should definitely be like snapping our fingers or just in that cool... Jazzy vibe. What's going on? What a day. day, I know, right? I'm sorry. It's my jam. (laughs) What a day it is. We are, uh, you are at the after show of Love Is. We are talking Mm. season one, episode eight. It is titled Rose Going Home. So, uh, what a day and what an episode. Okay, it was a lot of thorns Mm. in that row. Oh, I see. Wait. A lot of thorns in that rose. You're so smart. She's so smart. I did. Good night. Good night. Drop the knowledge. I love her. <laughs> We have uh, we have so much to talk about. We're talking about Angela and Norman, a big moment in this episode. Yeah. We're obviously talking about the moment when Nuri meets uh, Yasir's family, uh, Mama's boy versus heart connection, all of that. Versus baby um, mama. Versus baby mama. We finally meet her. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah. Yes. And Destiny. We get We didn't mean to Destiny. be heard of. I mean, you know. But that was like, her by accident. That was we like did. hurricane destiny yeah. coming through. What? Like oh. y'all with these clever innings today. I'm just today. saying, like, she came in for real. <laughs> but before and we get they started, they had one named Katrina. It could be destiny, <laughs> right? <laughs> before we get into all of that, we have to okay, do introductions. Best for last. So starting with my love to the left. <clears throat> What's up, everyone? I'm Tanir. Hey, y'all. Uh, it's Portia, and I'm Rocky Harris. And as you know, my headphones all over the place. I'm Takira Shabray, and we have a very special guest in studios with us right now. My bad. Thank you so much. This Jerron Horton. Thank ahead. you guys for having me tonight. Yes. I, Thank you for coming. We're excited. Yeah, hell yeah. I, and I'm glad that I came early to like watch it with y'all so I can kind of get y'all's reactions and stuff. Like, I know. Man, I was think? fired up the whole time. Like, no, what really? is going you came, on? You came in for the right episode. I did. Yeah. I know. I heard, it was a lot of ooh. Right. And, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oohs and mm. We right. got we got those for days. Okay. And the person, yes. what did you say? You said uh, none of y'all like his ear. Nobody. Yeah. I, we, we ain't uh, we ain't feeling him right now. I was like, yeah, not right now. I want to I want right. to love his ear, but I did one. call him psycho a little bit. We gonna talk about is, that. You know, he's uh, he's you know. He's, he's a <laughs> real, you know. I was gonna say he's just a real dude, just going through here. some stuff. Yeah, uh-huh. he's, he's you know he's honest. This the only thing honest. I like about him is knowing the end story. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, let's yeah. let's talk about it. Um, we can start there. Mama's <laughs> boy versus heart connection. So the reason why we're not really feeling Yasir this episode is he's given this whole Mama's boy vibe, and we loved it at the at the first you know the top of the right. episode. I will did. say that I'm like that though with my dad like me and my my dad would call me and be like you see what uh obama talking about like we're that like that call literally like i really that is so, so much. cute i you know my <laughs> mom like my mom is aware too but me and my dad like we literally would call each other and be like turn the channel so and so and literally not now because i have netflix and not cable but <laughs> in the future we'll be that way again but yeah Aww. seriously but no that was like oh my gosh like what come to like the <laughs> pro-black everything like it was like turn the channel was, was it too much <laughs> though? No. For me, no. It wasn't too much. It was the calling every five minutes. Yes. Like, we didn't just yes. talk five minutes ago? Yeah. You okay. mean to tell me you ain't say all you had to say five minutes ago? <laughs> and you calling my house and I'm a friend? And it's long distance call. You know long distance wasn't free in the 90s, okay? Well, nothing free. Yo, everything. You paying for all of this. This ain't his phone. This ain't his house. You know he don't own anything he got. So well, she and you blowing know. up this phone though. She think that every five minutes. Well, you know what? You know what? That I could actually relate to some of that. Not from the mom and or Yasir and his mom, but from my wife and her 
mom are like that. Like, they mm. talk all the time. And so she finds it weird. Like, ah, oh, you don't talk to your parents? Like, do you not love your I was like, if I called my mom that much, she would be like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you calling me so much? <laughs> so it was kind of when, when, when I saw that on the screen, I was thinking like, ooh, is this going to become a problem? You know, like where you're, Nuri's going to be like, dang, you can't do nothing without your mom? That's like, what I was going to ask you, because you being married for 12 years. Uh, 12 years. <clears throat> right, you know, got the knowledge. Did, was it a problem? Like, did you have to kind of, not to put your stuff on blast. Right, no, it, it was know, it was an adjustment common. for me because in my family, it's just, it's me and my brother, you know, so I, I grew up basically all, you know, me, my brother, my dad, and my mom. And even my mom, she grew up with a lot of brothers, so she's yeah. definitely, you know, kind of yeah. rough and tumble type, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, you know, a lot of, uh, I mean, we definitely communicate and talk. It was just, I had to get used to, like, that much. So like y'all you got said, a heart like, connection. Like, every time something happened, I got to call my mom on it, you know, and I gotcha. was just like, oh, like, you talk, you know, so it was, it was, it took, it was a little adjustment because I, I, I talk to like I'll talk to my brother a lot like all mm. the stuff that you were saying about like oh when this is happening mm-hmm. like we'll do that kind of but it's always silly like you watching this like nonsense right now my mom you know? will call okay. me at 504 and I'll be like get ready for this conversation <laughs> Which? And, I, and I'm ready I've always been That's curious so like for for men, for men and John, I don't know if it applies to you too. Like if you have that relationship with your mom and then it has gotten in the way of any relationship that you well no I mean like me and my mom, we, you know, we never had, like, a relationship like that where it was, like, you know, we talk about, like, everything every five seconds and stuff. Mm. You know, like, I mean, actually, we just started saying I love you to each other, like, four years ago. So, oh. you know, it, it, we love each other. Right. But, yeah, we, yeah. but, like, my, my mom was raised by a German woman, so, like, she's cold, you know? And she is, like, just how, that's just how it was mm. is for, for us growing up. But I think what uh, what we're trying to show is that, like, uh, your seers connect, you know, how it's like that. That's how tight they are, and then it's the right. whole connection they have. And plus, like, there was no no social media back then. Like, they were, they were pretty much like updating their status. Like, yeah. every, that's just kind of what it what it was. <laughs> they were live tweeting their relationship. Exactly. That's yeah. true. That's true. I didn't okay. think about that. My dad calls my my grandmother every day. Every day. My husband calls his mom every single yeah. day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that that's something that I've had to deal with. Like, is my husband is a mama's boy. He's a Really? It's not just a heart connection? No, no. It's a... It's a <laughs> she said no, no. It's a... Um, he's an only child. Oh. oh. So, mama's boy. Yeah. So, that O that everybody's giving is yeah. the stereotype. But, I w- but I've been lucky. I've been, <laughs> I've been blessed enough that up until the point when we were dating, it was like a... Wow, he talks to his mom a lot. But I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I love it because, like Nuri said in the episode, you know, the love that a, a male shows his mom is a really good reflection of what he'll show you in the future. So I had to love it. And she's really respectful. So I can't really give a bad example. So I was just curious if anybody else had a bad example. Well, she, was Yazir a good example? Because uh, we saw. I mean, you know. But she never, it, it was funny though because I never kind of went to that tipping point where she like was like, yeah. we got to sit down and talk about how much you talk about or talk to your mom. You know, she was, was just like, oh, yeah. like she I'm talking about like a it. good example of like how like how Nuri would see him treat her based off of how he treats his mom because I felt like he was a little disrespectful in the beginning to his mom when he was like, why is he at piano lessons? I'm like, okay, where you been? It's been oh, okay. I mean, that okay. like I he wasn't you. he wasn't like in her face like like you know maybe not like directly towards the mom but more in a it was kind of like fatherly check yourself at the door before like he gotcha. said like before okay. you even came into the door like calm down like he, don't he had a little QTNA and we all know he a hot head don't know how to ask questions or talk to people okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> we saw the hot head we we will get definitely get into that before we get into that though we have a, a hot little piece of advice that we're asking for all of our subscribers because yes. we love you guys. So much. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. And we're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. Optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know. Let, Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air. For now, that's... 
thank you for being the best fans and for helping us to be the ESPN of TV talk. Popping, because that's yeah. what love is. Love is it's five stars. stars. Love is five stars, <laughs> for sure. Love is All the love the is after show panel. There you go. And love is after show panel. Hashtag everything. We ended on yesterday and this anger, who who was like, wow, like I, I knew it. I kind of had a feeling. What, what's the vibe on yesterday? Kind of snapping off. I, I always saw that in Yazir though. Like yeah. I, he's controlling and he is a little bit possessive. I don't think that he wants to rule over Nuri, but I definitely saw those tendencies in him a long time ago. And I was like, mm, for me, if I were Nuri, I, I would have checked out a long time ago. But at the same time, I understand we're showing a different perspective of what love is and being supportive, <laughs> you know, because them comments was a little crazy last week. But I, I don't know. I just felt like I was happy that we had this because I feel like no one has stood up to Yazir until now. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad that it was his mother that did it because I feel like if he's going to listen to anybody, it's going to be his mom. Yeah. And it also did show Nuri like, okay, this is what you're up against. Just let you know. All his, his garbage is knocking at the door like right now. Right. So well, it was it's so interesting because in this episode, I mean, man, it's always... Just going back and forth, you know, like, because mm. I was feeling like I can understand where Yasir was coming from, like, in terms of like, it was coming from a good place. So he's like, man, I want my son to do well. I'm like, yes. like this and this and this and this. And you're like, yeah, man, like, who's slacking on getting him to his piano, you know, or like doing that. <laughs> but then you see moms come and be like, wait a minute, you not here, you yeah. know, and then you're like, ooh, she do have a point. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the, that's how it is when you're chasing your dreams, though. Yeah. It's yeah. a sacrifice. And that's what we were showing it with him. You know, it's like this. He's trying in right. his mind. This is what's right. It's right. I'm I'm trying to give him. I'm I'm trying to give my kid all the education mm-hmm. he can so that he could. You know, I, trying to trying to overcompensate for the fact of him not being there. Right. Yes. And but he's getting called out on it, and it's like that's one thing that that the Yasir character needed was like the reality check mm-hmm. because all the women in his, in his life allow him so much space to be who he is. You know his his mom Ruby, uh, Nuri, uh, his yes. baby mama like, and he's so used to that mm-hmm. that every now and then he needs a reminder like he needs to get checked. Yeah, and, you know yeah. a lot of people would like kind of going off of what you said. A lot of people would say that Yasir's sacrifice can't even measure up to Destiny's sacrifice. So what would you say about that? Because it kind of felt to a lot of viewers a little one sided. What that I would say that, um, in the long run, it obviously paid off, right? Mm-hmm. Right. right, We know who Salim is. It obviously paid <laughs> right. off. This is a show, so, and, we're so the and, and that's what it is, though. It's 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 taking a chance. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the this rose episode was written or so rewritten so many times and it was even going to be earlier at one point mm. like it like this these this going home yeah. scene and so i kind i kind of like we we've talked about this so much and it it's just like sometimes you just got to leap and that's what this whole show is about yeah. nuri's been leaping for the first to the past eight episodes okay. yasir and now we're showing the leap that yasir took yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nuri was, it surprised the heck out of me that she was the one that planned the trip and nobody knew. I thought the mom at least knew. Yeah, I wouldn't just, I just wouldn't pop that up That was on a little her. strange to me. Yeah. Well, you know, it's TV and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. But she was, she was ready to go in for her man and that's what I, that's what I like about her. She's just, very supportive and she loves him through anything like even that whole blow up I'm not surprised mm-hmm, no. that Yasir blew up like that but I am like terrified for Nuri because as I said in the beginning love is knowledge and you have to know the ins and out of somebody and he basically showed his butt put himself on the forefront like you know when he asked her are you ready to see all of me she said mm-hmm. I'm ready and he showed his butt all of it yeah. like every crack and crevice you Bear. see the anger you see the baby mama drama you see his mother and her wits and her just her knowledge of the game that is played with Yasir and the women that he's involved with and so she, even though he blew up at her she's so willing to still stand behind him through all of that like she looked past all of his flaws and she tries to mend him together through love and that's what I like about her yeah I love a uh, 
Kamara Harrington, hopefully I said that right, love, uh, said, Nuri will be unpacking Yasir's luggage for years. That man is carrying a seriously heavy load. Come on, come on. <laughs> All know, right. You know what else? Too what? heavy for me because your girl would have been out. Okay. <laughs> you would have been out like I would have been out after the door slam. That's yeah. episode two. Okay. That, the That's door episode slam. two. When right. I asked you, <laughs> when I got over. these QTNAs for you, right. and you slammed that door, my boy. Because this is my thing. No. Like, have I'm, you ever dated a man like this here? Yes, and I will yeah. never go through it again, okay? So, but you did it though, right? Yeah, and I paid a a, a great price. price for it, okay? And when I woke up, I realized that is not my life. I, <laughs> when I woke and, up. But, okay, it was a little different. You see, is a dreamer. This guy was just, you know, he was just on his butt, and I was doing any and everything for him. Like, and that's we the, already explained that. And that's the thing. You can't say... I would have been peace because your ass was there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's what this this show is is honest. It's like pe- people don't want to say that they mm-hmm. they were carrying a you know like a, a lame ass motherfucker like they were you know paying all his bills and stuff. But you we've all been there. Yeah. You know I've been taken advantage of by women mm-hmm. I've dated, and I'm sure women have been taken advantage of by me. Like. It, it it it's just what it yeah, is. It goes both ways. So you can't say you would have been like peace. I guess because we talk we talk a lot of game because we're, we're on the outside. <laughs> exactly. No, this would have been. Well, no, I mean, and then like you like, oh girl, he's not texting me back. What that's what I it is. Exactly. Like uh, I mean, but I got nobody slamming no doors in my face though. That's, I, but I, I did go peace. That's you what? I did go peace. When right. I, when Eventually. I, well, not even. I mean, like there, I've been in a in a tumultuous relationship, and I took it for a long time. But at the same time, after that one time. I was like, I'm never doing this again. And then when I got into another relationship where it was more of a similar, like, is here type of guy, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, trouble signs, gotta go. So you yeah, them red flags that get you. Once you you've think- been there, done that, ain't no going back. But it's fun, though. Think- Good night. It's uh, no, it is, it's, it's <laughs> nice because I think that everyone does need to get their heart broken at least one time. You said that last time. Yeah, ain't nothing fun about growing gray hairs at 21. I mean, but it, it grows you and it seasons you and it helps you understand what you do and don't want. The same way it is with like just an Not example. Well, like sex. That's wisdom. Okay, but if you don't have certain sexual partners, how are you gonna know what you like? Exactly. Some some people like to be choked, and you might not be able to experience. I'm sorry. What just happened? No, I missed you. May not, and it could be the, it could be literally the wrong person choking you the wrong type of way, and then you get to another person who who does it just right, and you're like, wow. Exactly. So it's like what it's like. Do it just all, right. our, all, all our bad decisions make us the great people we are now. Today. So you should you should embrace that shit, and don't say I, I would have been gone. Like, no, nah, you was there, and now you're better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my better self is out. Okay. On to the to the next one, like to the to the next person. The the better. Yeah, it's what I'm saying. It's experiences. Both this show brought up a good point on this whole absentee parent. So if you've if you've listened to the Breakfast Club. Mara's uh, interview with them, they said, you know, pretty much, what were you so nervous about? Like, at what point were you worried about what the viewers were saying? She said that this episode was the one that she was worried about doing the right way. And it's interesting that you said, like, we've had to rewrite this so many times. We're deciding which part of the season it was going to go in. Like, obviously, it time was took with this episode. And I respect that. But yeah. she was like, I wanted to make sure that it was both respectful of both sides, but made a point that, yes, he's an absentee father. Like, you can't run from that fact. So yeah. I love, like, Rocky, your response to this episode as far as, like, the woman side of it. It was just like, yes, girl, while we were watching Well, no, I feel both sides. I agree that, girl, you need to get over it. Because there's a lot of females that we know that just be sitting on somebody's Instagram, looking at whatever they're doing every single second. And it's like, girl, it's okay. He he moved on, and that's fine. (laughs) And you got to take that L, and it's okay to take L's in life. Mm -hmm. Like, I think women struggle with that. Like, the same way that men struggle with rejection. Like, women don't like to not be wanted. And so I feel like with Yazir... And on his end, it was kind of like, okay, Yazir, you want to be this big, bold, egotistical guy, but at the same time, you don't want to accept the flaws that you have, 
but you want to place blame on everybody else. And it's just weird to me that a lot of men kind of go blind when they have all the issues that they have. And like Nuri, I mean, they like we said, the entire episode was based off around like how women have been uplifting him and and keeping him going. And Mm -hmm. he never it seems as if he's never really given them any type of respect or like honor for what they've done for him. And it's just I don't know. It's just kind of bogus. Until the Image Awards. So, you know, we get that little (laughs) job. Do you think uh, Tanir, well, I guess and Jerron as well, like Mm -hmm. do, do men take rejection uh, a little worse than women do? Not anymore. Not mm-hmm. anymore? Okay. Oh, not, you not because out? of like Tinder now, like you get rejected all the time. Bumble, you get rejected all the time. I was going to say, I feel like dudes just get like, someone was talking about this the other day and they just said, you know, guys are, you know, even when they, you feel like they're in the out in the dating game, it's like a numbers game. Like, I'm going to just yeah. go out, I'm going to keep their own game, and eventually someone's going to, you know, and it's kind of like, so you're, you know, you're like, hey, yeah, I might come, and it, I feel like it just rolls off our back maybe a little better than for girls. Like, if a girl goes up and tries to talk to a dude and gets rejected, I feel like she would take that a lot harder than if a girl, when oh, girls yeah. reject guys, because it's just like, oh, I'm okay. just saying, I've rejected some guys before, and it's like, hey, my, what's up, what's up? And then oh. when they're like, no, I'm not, well, that's why you ain't got no Yeah, yeah. yeah. They be hurt. Right, they drop the B word real right. quick. Like, I, they be I hurt. Okay. But then they, but, but, but that's like not every dude, though. No, not, not every guy. I guess not every guy. But I feel like they'll move on yeah. to the next one. Like, no, they after will. they'll say that, and then it's like, All right, yeah. on to the next one. Maybe it's like you said, like, not anymore. It's a growth thing, maybe. You know, these be out here hurt. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure there are some. Wait, okay. Probably some emotional. Things. I mean, just like you know. Destiny was, she was, you know, in a one-sided relationship, and those relationships hurt you the most because it only takes one time for somebody to, for real, get it through your head that that person don't want you. Mm-hmm. Like she said, you know, he don't want you and <laughs> no more. But my thing is. You, you know, slept with somebody who has a thing for words. Like, he's a wordsmith. He gets into your head. He's mm-hmm. manipulative. You thought he wanted you even from the beginning. No, fool. He ain't want you at all. That whole thing was one-sided. You wanted him. And you couldn't keep him. And now we're stuck with a baby who has an absentee father. And we're going through all of these problems. It's driving her crazy. And at the end of the day, all of that comes from brokenness and I mom would be, but i would be interested though to see i mean we don't know too much about destiny's backstory so we can't really say they never like had a, ro- had intimate a relationship like he romantic. never really wanted her or because i think bad baby mamas quote baby mamas get a bad rep yeah. for that i think it's always like oh we just had a baby we don't really care but you know what? Also, know the backstory. I kind of also feel, and even when we say absentee fathers, like I, when I hear, I mean, I have my dad in my life, you know, so I can't speak from like, oh, I, I know what that's like. But at least from with, with you see, or you see, he's tr- like, I feel like yeah. he's just really trying. Like, if he made it tomorrow, he would be like, boom, I'm, I'm getting my yeah. son, or like, whatever we need yeah. to do, get you, you know, not like one of those dudes like you just never hear from, or he's mm-hmm. just like, no, he's I don't trying. even, I don't even recognize my, mm-hmm. my he's son. He's not a deadbeat dad, but yeah. he is absentee. He's definitely because right. he's not there. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, but I, I, th- I guess point. I was thinking more deadbeat. Like, yeah, he's definitely I, not. Oh, deadbeat that. is different. And that was intentional. That fool ain't nowhere to be found. Yeah, exactly. I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming for you guys, like that phrase was attention because we don't hear absentee father. Yeah. I know. Yeah. He was. He. You know. Who was never a deadbeat mm-hmm. uh, from at least from what I've heard it was just absentee just chasing the dream mm-hmm. you know trying to survive and doing what he had to do and you know as a man eventually you know the Yasir w- w- obviously came to a, a peace with his son you know mm-hmm, and yeah. was able to make things up but uh, you know y'all will see well, maybe hopefully what you mean, uh, maybe? The, the, the tease. The it tease. It ain't the tease. It's just like, it's well, just, yeah. oh, I mean, oh, this is, oh, I, I can like, only base two? it off of, of, I can just base it off of what I know, but oh. who knows what the fictional characters are going to go through. Okay, yeah. I thought you, I'm about to say, we just got picked up for season two. What you mean? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, no, the, these the journey, characters are, yeah, the these journey, characters are, you know, loosely based off of right. real people, but. Some stuff is is obviously made better for TV, right? Yeah. yeah, and Mara said that too in yeah. the Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, Sometimes so that's life saying, is yeah. boring. Yeah, you, know I mean? right. you got to kind of amp it up. That's, yeah, yeah. that's what you. And I mean, we'll get into that later when we wrap our our interview around Jaron uh, itself. But that's you know that's when we come into play, and it's mm. a little interesting. <laughs> Speaking of teas, Norman and and uh, Angela, 
will be kind of our she wrap up topic on this. Um, mm-hmm. Norman teasing Angela's career, like as if he has all of control mm-hmm. over this woman's career future. Like Ooh, he that's what he said. Sure. Future. It's like, man, what you mean you quit? Because ain't nobody. Like, she should have been like, not, but God. But, okay, tell God me. got control of my future. Period. What you <laughs> tell mean? Me. If he would have told me, like, like I think that's a powerful statement. It's one thing to say, like, okay, you have control over my job. Fine, mm-hmm. that's something that's here on earth. But you don't have control over my future. What what is right. what is made for me will be for me, no matter what you say. Amen. So. <laughs> For, like, a, for a second, I did think she was about to talk herself out of the position, you know, because I was like, oh, oh, Norman, don't, you know, like his feelings were going to get hurt. Like, mm, I was about to pick you for this, but yeah, yeah you know, and I, was like, I think he would have took it, though. Even if she did, no, I think he, I think she he had to. She had to stand up for herself for him to say what he said. Like, no, you're a you're not a yes man. You're a no woman, mm-hmm. and a woman who's actually going to choose to stand behind something great. So that's why I need you. But his whole what he had. At the beginning, it was just it was just too much womanizing. It was just well, not necessarily womanizing. It was like um, you know he had a problem with you know talking about women's rights and things like mm-hmm. that. He felt like you know her life was basically in his hands. Go and let her sweat a little bit more, like ten more minutes before I fire her. Like who do you own? No. You don't own me. I understand you're a boss and you, you know, you do have the power for this job, but this is the only job you have to say so for. Like, you don't know what my life is going to be when I walk up out your face. Right. Okay. Uh, what do y'all think about the, was it Jared? I don't, I forgot the white Jared, man's name. Jared. Okay. That's why. Yeah. The white man's name. Um, well, that's the character. The that only he's guy in, like, in the show. He's no. generally playing. I mean, correct. This is my view she on it. The His character man. is generalized as the yeah, the, the man. He's the he's man. the man. And so, don't act like y'all don't know what that phrase means. No, in no. This he, he brought in his golden retriever. Right. He was like, oh, the man. Okay. Yeah, the- <laughs> we all was like, oh, this is the character. It's just the epitome of the character. But when he came in and. Um, Norman was going to take, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got somebody in my name. I mean, if I can, you know, that can work alongside me. Mm-hmm. Kind of like tacking himself onto her opportunity. Right. So that's what said into me the most. You know what? I had a, actually a question. Maybe it was the Jerome, only way he was going to do it. Maybe he can speak to this. Just in terms of actually like writers, like I was thinking when he was getting mad uh, or when he was telling Angela, like, you know, what is, what do you think this is? You know, in terms of when she was talking about all her, you know, what she wanted to bring up. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if the show is kind of based on, like, you know, these silly jokes or, like, whatever, I was like, is that more on her to be like, hey, maybe you don't fit this? Because this is what we do. This has been mm-hmm. successful. Mm-hmm. Why would you? Because I've seen some shows where you kind of see after, like, a couple seasons, maybe they take a turn sometime. You'll be like, hey, what's going on? They're getting all, like, political and stuff. Like, it's not, yeah. you know. And I kind of felt like that's like Norman didn't want to you know do that that's normal yeah do well, that left that left turn the thing you know? the, the, what, what y'all gotta understand and and it's easy to miss over cause it, it, I feel like y'all are picking at what's like what's on the surface of who Norman is mm-hmm. because really Norman is a mentor he is a Yoda to these writers and mm. although this, you gotta guys gotta remember that this show is in it takes place in the 90s right. uh, it's uh, you know Obviously, there was a lot of uh, uh, womanizing and, and stuff back then, but Norman comes from a place of love, and he's coaching. I mean, mm-hmm. Angela's been on his team for a while now. Mm-hmm. Nuri is new to this, so he's a little softer to Nuri from what you guys see, but right. he's still coaching her. Mm-hmm. Even in the first, the first episode, the second episode, he's, you know, uh, 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 criticizing without a... Mm-hmm. Solution is a you know you're a critic that's yeah, that type right, of thing right. like he's he's coaching he sees and, her talent but he he wants yeah. to groom yeah. it and he's and and the world of of black television in in the nineties like you got to understand like these black folks were making and we were making so much money back back then with the the those you know those networks UPN and all that stuff like mm-hmm. they they used they found that this, they hit like a vein a pipeline of like black black Niche, people's yeah. money and they found that they could make money off our culture and so they're trying they don't know when this window is going to close and they're just trying to keep these shows on the air and and norman is is like he keeps reminding her, what do you think what do you think we're here for mm-hmm. we, we we trying to get this check like we don't know when this shit is going to end right gotcha. you know what i'm saying 
Like you don't think it's a, it's a time or place to stand up for. This is not the, the time. Like, let's, this let's, is just about making we, money. We about it's not even. I mean, even even in uh, I can't remember what episode when Norman's like, I don't want to make another Marvin. You, like you oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to remember, like mm-hmm. Norman. Norman knows they they they're, they're Conan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like this. He's fighting to keep his shows on the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's fighting to keep to make a living. Yeah. To to keep to keep the white man happy. To keep to keep the. Sh- I mean, if you notice, where, where is our shows? Where are our shows now? You yeah, see how they did? Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's he's a mentor and he's trying to he's trying to give these women longevity these mm-hmm. these people longevity i mean we only see him interact with the women in the show because those are the characters those mm-hmm. are the, mm-hmm. the main, characters. main characters yeah so it is it's more of a he's mentoring he's coaching you know? i think i i agree um i just think that his approach okay this is my thing it's I, horrible I think, yeah, I think his approach could just be a little bit different. Like, I know, and working in TV, I understand that it's like, it's it's right now, right now. Like, I don't have time and you're easily replaced. But at the same time, I feel like with black people being so marginalized in this field, take a moment to tell your sister or your brother, like, hey, I know these are the stories that you want to write. I know that this is the, the story that you want to tell, but let's, like, teach me. Like, don't just, like, how black people be like, oh, I'm going to spank you now and not tell you why you got spanked. Like that narrative, I feel like our community needs to like erase. I think he tried. his was about not yeah, having I mean, money. To. Like mean, that's what he was saying. Like his, I mean, all he, of his excuses was we ain't got the money to do that. We ain't got the money to do this. This set, this set. Like yeah. he wasn't on that. Like he wasn't on expanding the budget in order to fulfill her script. He wasn't giving her solutions. There is no the expanding time. the budget. There, oh. Yeah, there's no expanding yeah, the budget. Yeah. You work with what you got, like, yeah. and that's what he's saying. I can't build this set. I can't bring her to Georgia. We got to use what we got. And then it's even like that's one thing I learned on this show is Mara telling me, Jerron, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. We have to work in this. This is all we got. Like, right. You, mm-hmm. you, I, I'm like, I can't think of how we gonna make this happen. You, you we got to. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. we got. And that's that's. Mara, Mara learned this from someone like it, this This someone is, is coming out as the Norman character like mm-hmm. you're seeing the, this shit like in like you like you were saying Rocky it's, right. it is cutthroat it's quick quick yeah. like we don't have time right for nothing so. yeah <laughs> it is yeah. what it is yeah, yeah. but truth. I agree I agree though he it, it's very very harsh what we use. yeah I feel like That's I haven't been in television I you don't come across many black people in this field especially in like for me when I come across black women it's like oh my gosh like I need to hold on to you as quick as I can and then you reach that certain for real you reach that certain (laughs) like plateau in your in your life and I feel like when I get to that point I want to reach down and touch on younger black women and say like hey I know that you you want it all right now and I I mean in in a sense I feel like Angela does feel entitled because she feels like okay well I'm in this this big platform like I should be able to do this our budget should be bigger but work with with, what what you have and then more opportunities will come which they did right exactly and if and I think it's a good thing to say like she was about to quit and then like you said the opportunity presented itself and sometimes if you're not growing like yeah that's it's about making a paycheck and if you're not okay with that that's when you take that risk and that that big leap like you said earlier Mm -hmm. to just move on and I love that she did that and an opportunity regardless an opportunity if you stand firm on what you believe something will always happen so I love that they allowed her that you guys allowed her to quit officially but then she's still going to be a part of something bigger so I, I do love that but that brings us to, um, you know, obviously we can't talk about too yeah, everything from the episode. So drop comments, live chat, all of that. Because you, we know you will. We, you will. <laughs> and we love to... We love to continue the conversation You're and comfort outrageous. them in the comments. So, um, but that brings us to our part of your involvement. So, I know that you touched on so many things, and this episode focuses a lot on different topics. But to stay kind of in that writer's realm... Um, you know, Angela's struggle as a writer. Have you been put in that place of, you know, struggling to which way to go? And what advice would you give to writers that will eventually come to that place? Because I'm sure it happens all the time. So, uh, yeah, I've been I've been in a place where I was I was uh, tired of doing a certain type of writing that I that I was doing, mm. but not because uh, not because I. I thought I was better than that. I just wanted to try something new. Uh, and I just 
took a step back from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I used to I used to write like a lot of I used to write on like Comedy Central like roasts and stuff, mm-hmm. and uh, and I wanted to get into more like storytelling. Yeah, and so I took a step back. I this person who I was working with, I, I kind of like me and him had a little a little issue over that. And uh, I ended up kind of doing my own thing and finding my way on a, another a Showtime series and trying, you know what I'm saying, trying like to make myself better because that's what I want to do. I eventually I want to have my own show, run my own show. So mm-hmm. I stopped doing that and, and it all ended up coming back around. I ended up getting to do the Showtime show, ended up getting to doing Love Is, and it come, came back around to where I got to do the, the go back to the, the Comedy Central roasting and stuff and and now I get to do it as a performer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it, you just, you just, I don't know, just do what you do. Want. You have, is, <laughs> um, so is you, are you more of like a, like a, have a more of a comedy background, or were you, did you start like as an actual storytelling kind of move? I, what, what happened was I started, uh, I moved it when I left Atlanta and moved to Vegas. Uh, I, I had bought like a screenwriter book and taught myself how to. Format scripts, but I like always you been better. I always okay. been into storytelling, so right. I would just practice that, and then I started doing stand up while I was out there. Wow! And so I kind of now I had already knew how to write a scripts and stuff, and then started stand up, and uh, then five years later into stand up, that's when like script writing came back into my life. It just came into it, and that's yeah. So, so what's the difference or the transition from writing comedy into drama? Because both Dying Up Here and Love Is are both dramas, but you're a comedian. Like, yeah. how do you make that transition in your mind to know that I'm not writing to be funny. This is some drama. <laughs> well, yeah. it, to me, I don't think there's a difference between writing drama and writing comedy mm-hmm. because all you are doing is being honest. Mm. Ooh. So okay. there's no difference. It's just uh, knowing when to put in a joke and when not to put in a joke that's the only that's the only difference i would say yeah but it's the same writing like if you can write com if you can write drama you can write comedy it might not be funny but you could write it i'm gonna say because keith um because when we started to see your name pop up on some of the imdb credits that's when keith kind of took a little you know that's when things kind of wait wait you you talking about tosa uh, yes. Yeah. Wait, what happened? No, I didn't no, watch no. that episode. I love it. I, you know, I love it. But uh, the episodes like, you wrote, you didn't read them, write it. <laughs> oh, oh, the episode no, that oh with when Tosin. It was like it was like episode what episode? Four, eight, six. So this is like somewhere around four, there. five, six. Episode well, six, like five or six. Yeah, no, I think it was four when he went gay. The ski, well, the it, ski well, trip. It Wait. was not really Please when he up. went gay. Per six, se. six was when he with the with the uh, the bar. The bar yeah, scene. the bar, and yeah, that was my so, favorite scene to write. Really? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> what was so like? What made you like? Yes. What made you enjoy it so much? Um, uh, so when we were in the writers' room last last uh, year, uh, Mara had a uh, an exec, like a, a black gay exec, who was you know on the DL uh, back in the '90s, just oh, kind of wow. come and talk to us wow. and kind of tell us how they moved, how like, you know, how a black gay man had to move in the 90s was so much different than how they can move now. Mm-hmm. And when I got to, I got to tell Keith's story in my episode, I wanted, I was like, I want to do that scene because the exec told us, he was like, what like he would do or what guys he would, you know, yeah. on his scene was they would like offer a sip of their drink and that's like the the, the safe way yeah. wow. to see if hey are you are you, are you gay right mm-hmm. so wow. like the, that was so wow. great though you did amazing you yeah. wrote Barry's little uh Barry's too. interaction yeah 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 oh yeah. wow so, you did an amazing job thank i love you. everything about that scene thank you he that's, read him back and forth right. and did some just thank you. Off of some carbonated <laughs> so, water and right lime. thank you and a lime <laughs> so you. what what's your process do you cuz some people like they'll start Start there because you. I mean, are you writing projects on your own right now, like your own yes. personal? Mm-hmm. So, like you when better. you when you write a show, do mm-hmm. you write from the beginning or do you start from the from the end and like and work back? And do you have outlines? Well, <laughs> it it depends. Like a lot of people do. Uh, a lot of people like you do like a, a treatment and outline mm-hmm. and the pilot. But for me, I like to like I kind of just write what I feel, and so I'll have a I'll have a story come to me, and after late night doing comedy, like in the middle of the night, I'll just. Be on my, it just comes out of me. So what I'll do is I'll write like a, I just I'll write a, a vomit draft and I'll just 
purge this mm-hmm. i'll just purge it out and then read it and then decide where i want it would want it to go or even if it's worth working on that's just that's just my that. process well yeah because I like I, when i see like certain panels and i see writers it's it's crazy to know that some people don't like to do outlines Ugh, I, I hate mm-hmm. outlines it's but see no I, I don't either and i don't like treatments though because i feel like that kind of I feel like you should be able to be creatively free when you when you are writing. Yeah. But for, for those what, who don't know what a treatment is, can you elaborate? Yeah, so it's like a breakdown um, of your show, but every detailed synopsis. But yeah, basically. but like some people do breakdowns of like their characters. Some people break down like just the first episode. It just depends. Like, but every treatment is different. So yeah. you could do an outline, a description of what the show is, your characters, all that. But it just depends. Treatments are very, very long, too. Okay. But some are not. So, like, if okay. you do, like, a live show, it may just be... It could just, be a one-sheeter. Yeah. It could okay. be one-sheet. A treatment... I don't know. Okay. I was going to say, treatments only exist because when you're trying to sell a show... Right. The guy you pitch it to has to sell it to his boss and right. he has to sell it to his boss. So, that, that's all. Uh, that, it, it just has to be, like... They just have to know what what's going on. They have like to be a able quick to, something quick to be like, yo, that's, that's the only the description, yeah. the so purpose, kinda, target audience, kind of like the you wanna, first yeah. like ten seconds of a reel or something. Like if you don't hook them quick, then it's pretty much over. Yeah. Well, they need to know like you, like you said, like the demo, like who are they gonna, like who is this going to matter to? Okay. Like love is not gonna matter to the black community. People okay. who are single, not you know, yeah. and then it's a certain age group too, because like I think it's mostly what like. 18 to 45, 40, 40. Watching this. Like, unless you know Celine. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they say like 25 to 35. I, I know. It's How a lot of you? young people watching. Oh, go yeah. ahead. Uh, I had actually a question. In terms of the scene with the episodes that you did, was there a scene that within the writer's room where things got heated, where you were like, mm. I had to fight for a scene, or people just mm-hmm. like divided the room on like, ooh, yeah. Is it like Lovey is writer's room? Um, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Our writer's room is very small. Our writer's room is only five five people. <gasps> five Mara. people, oh. including Mara. Mm-hmm. So four people. Yeah, but yeah, no, it was four. Uh, yeah, four other people. It was me, uh, Michelle Brown, uh, Will Catlett, uh, the act, the, the mm-hmm. right. here, and uh, Ione Patterson. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a it was a small writer's room. Uh, they, yeah, there were tons of scenes. I have to think. I have to think <laughs> about it. Uh, Especially with a small group like that, yeah. it would have to. There's be. so much because, um, because like, like I would say that I I push Mara to like show this Yasir character like for who he, he who he is. Mm. Okay, but I feel like it, she and she wanted to, and I and I would always tell her like, <laughs> we gotta like just go like just <laughs> yeah. show it. And she you the one with the went. anger issues, right? <laughs> Putting them out there like that. <laughs> no, no, no. He's the he's the part of y'all see that got he the got. He done told himself. Right. But no, it he's was slamming doors. Mar, 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 we wanted a male's a male's perspective, and yeah. it was just a kind of thing. It, even like a lot of the stuff that Sean says, that's like that's oh. that's all you. <laughs> we, oh. That's all you. It's you not all me. It's when not I say you, it's not all me. It's not all me. It's, it's us. I got but, some words for Sean. It's us. It's us, but it's fun to it's fun to just be like, just to say the stuff that you really just. just well, no, be candid. I mean, just be candid. Yeah, that's how, that's yeah. what that's yeah. what it, like that's I mean, the thing. The show is candid, and it, that's what kills me when I see people like tear our characters apart. But I, that's what y'all, that's why y'all watch because the characters yeah. the characters are like what the well they're not they're, they're not like simple they're very exactly. they're complicated and yeah, that's and that's life like well, those yeah. are people and if know? it doesn't if it doesn't touch or strike a nerve mm-hmm. to get but, a response but by the way but just so just so we're clear. Mara talks like that too. Like that's oh, yeah, yeah. Like sure. these these words come out of her mouth. She's like she's Savage. she's very honest. I love. I'm about to say yes, like, she we, is. We've watched a lot of her interviews. Yeah, it's, yeah. 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 She's I love very it. she's very honest and she's very funny. Like she's very funny. When I, we met, like I had no idea that I was gonna like I was nervous. I was like, is she gonna let me be myself? Because mm. that's oh. one thing that you yes. know. I, it, <laughs> that's one thing that you know. Can I can I be myself around mm. her and she's uh, you know 100% like and that's something that didn't doesn't happen like happens now but like back in the day you probably couldn't you just have to be like I mean exactly. still, it still happens now too especially with like with women right. but I wanted to know too like how is that being one of the only like it's how many men in that group it's, it's myself and Will but I, okay. you know but you know Will uh, Will's like Will, the made a transition. Will went to yeah Will Will you know 
So he, he had to leave the writing. He left yep. with a savage, huh? Yep. How'd that feel? The savage. To be the only man. Because poor Tanir deals with it all the time. I mean, people in their comments, we're learning. You know what? We're, we're learning to. Y'all got a lot I learned, of comments. I learned to just shut up. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. learn to shut no. up. What? Yeah, no. No, no. I mean, like, 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 as as a man, we a lot of times we feel like we know everything. For sure. And what? I'm sorry. And what I learned is that we don't. <laughs> we don't know everything. That's and that's what I'm too. saying. It's like <laughs> listening to the other side oh. three times. Like that, then it's like well, I learned. It was, it it just it was actually like, funny that you say that because I feel like in the episode tonight that was like you see her had that moment when mm-hmm. like his mom was like coming at him like just tell him like hey you not here like she's a good mom she's doing all this stuff, you know and it was yeah. kind of like that moment like oh who's who up in here like uh, you okay me. you flying up there oh you, you know so I, I, I'm yeah. the grandpa I definitely, I'm definitely feel you on yeah. I'm probably his mother. Tell me like it is okay. because I refuse to be somebody out here ratchet crazy over That's food so who funny. ain't putting money in my pockets. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just a damn mom. So I I'm know. We... Shout out to Loretta for that. Oh, oh, yeah, she is so underrated as thing. an actress, and Man. it kills me. Like I'm so glad because if y'all saw being, uh, saw being Mary Jane, like mm-hmm. her performance in yeah. Being Mary Jane, I was like, girl, where you been? She is. A, she was totally her. different. Like she was a. She whole, was like a like a. a pimp she was or a con artist. Right? Yes. Or con. Yeah. Just, she was a con artist. Like she no. was out here blackmailing uh, uh, uh Gabrielle Man, Yan's character. MJ. Yeah. yeah, she, she was out there getting her. But I mean, she's so she, she's amazing. She's like found. She is pro like ser- like watching her go from being Mary Jane to to this. Like she, I, one thing I like about actors is if I don't think of you as your other character, I know mm-hmm. you're doing a good job. Yes. And like yeah. Johnny Depp, like that's someone that I like. No matter who he plays, yeah. Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. uh, Jack Sparrow, like I always see him as that character so it's like you're doing a good yeah. job but yeah she just feels so. like very rela- like you said she's always just so relatable mm-hmm. in terms of like mm-hmm. man like that's my yeah it was aunt so or my it was mom cool you know like with her. yeah i think the entire show does such an amazing yeah, yeah i got i got sure. like one fun question so um <laughs> okay maybe it's not fun but i did read that you like rock climbing yes yes you I love climb. rock climbing i was climbing this morning Thanks. Wow. Oh, okay. Right. So Where? I. So does black folks scaling rocks? Yeah. Does okay. rock climbing like do something for you for writing? That like does it, it help? Yeah, does it's it... my break from my like doing my career, comedy or writing. Mm-hmm. It's a break from just having to think about any of that. And just it's a it's wow. a it's like a it's like that feeling you get when you're playing like a what is it Candy Crush? Like it's a puzzle, oh, okay. but it's physical, and you just got to figure it out. Real rocks. I go outside too, but I haven't been outside since I've been back <laughs> since I've been back from uh, Atlanta because we and were there for like four months. Where are you originally from? Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta, okay. but that's where we filmed. It was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yeah. did you stay at the Airbnb with? No, no, the actors stayed, stayed there. At the Airbnb. Uh, uh, Will, Will, Yuta, Will, Yuta, Tyrone. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was like a few of them, but they were only there for a little okay. bit. They were only there for like. The first, we had like a hiatus, like probably a month and a half in. And then when we came back from the hiatus, everyone kind of got their own place that was going to be there the whole time. Was it it tough going back home and being like, I mean, being, that's where the family base is. Like, hey, I got to get my stuff done. You know, like people trying to bother you with stuff. No, I mean, it was, it was cool. It was cool to see like my, my friends from high school and stuff that, you know, I, that I haven't seen in forever or didn't. It was just good to be around people who aren't in entertainment, mm-hmm. yes. because it's like a breath of fresh air to like kind of get out of the city. But I also missed every second of being away from LA mm-hmm. because I got fear of missing out. So I, mm. even when I'm working, I still think that I'm missing something. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm in uh, Ch- Chattanooga. You know, I know you see the signs on yeah. the interstate from Atlanta. So yeah. shout out Chattanooga, yeah. Tennessee. Well, I know we're like Tennessee. super running. On, I know, right? On one last time. Okay. One last question, real quick. It's it's real simple. What does it feel like when you see your art that you've written be on screen? Mm. It, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Like the in the Showtime show, I was just writing stand up, so that was just like jokes. But to see like just I'm sitting at home, like oh, what's the name of this stuff? Rick's, Rick's towing mm-hmm. yard, and then to be on set and to see that somebody like got a truck and then put that shit on the truck, uh. and it's like it drives by, and you're like, man, that's like it's like it's like being inside your own head like does that make sense yeah mm-hmm. like it's seeing like, your vision yeah yeah it's like just I'm, like I'm getting it being, like being present <laughs> in a dream or something it's, it's, it's really crazy and then like even to see like some of the scenes from episode 8 where I'm just like watching it like 
forgot, I forgot. Like, it was such a blur. Like, wow. we did so much because our writer's room was so small. So it was like the hardest thing I ever had to do mm. was this show. Mm, and wow. to see some of the stuff that I completely forgot. Like, I remember the moments of being being up late with, you know, me and Mara and Melora. And we're like, it's fucking four in the morning. we got to be <laughs> there in like six hours. And we're Dang. like... We're it's we're trying to think of it's crazy. It, it, to me, it's like That's how it works. it's a way to like it's a good like it, I don't know how to explain it. It just feels good to be like damn like to see y'all appreciate it like that. Like I just mm-hmm. I was so I you gotta understand like y'all are the first people who ever reviewed any or talked about anything I ever wrote. Wow. So it's like to see that, like I watched y'all's uh, this video at like two in the morning. Like she was asleep. <laughs> and I'm like watching the shit, and I'm like, yeah, they talk about the episode. <laughs> and it was just crazy. It was crazy to like see y'all what y'all think about. Like that's what that's my favorite part of it is seeing what other people have to say. Like and y'all yeah. got y'all's opinions and y'all got y'all's theories of what's gonna happen. Like yeah. that's like the best thing of knowing like that there's people who care. Mm. about the story that Mara wanted to tell that she had me join in to help tell it like that that to me is the craziest part and the fans uh, too man they be they chiming in it. on the chat yeah. they be like what how you gonna let right. you see you know you they can really jump through the screen I know. Yeah. Yeah. everybody I know loves this show love yeah. you guys. I that's haven't gotten not one bad review not one like I ain't watching that no more like it's we be amazing. all in like oh my god and this episode who got our own password yeah, even, when <laughs> even when we're here and we're having our own watch party because we are so into it other people that watch other shows watch, but I'm like what y'all watching yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I swear, we be the loudest. Yeah. Like, yeah. we was, we was kind of all chill Clearly. today. Yeah. Yeah. I kept but up on that chick loudest. in the back that was sitting next to I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. And we were, we like, were on today. But um, last last question. What do you have coming up? What can we expect from you? All that good stuff. Um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm on the Comedy Central Roast Battle. And, and it, my episode airs either... Uh, it either airs next Tuesday or the or the Tuesday after that, so either the fourteenth or the twenty first. Okay, but um, that's that's something I got coming up. Yeah. And and you're at Comedy Store. You recently yeah. got your name. Yeah, they, uh, yeah, uh, of- yeah. I got passed at the Comedy Store and. Uh, in back in December, and then they put my name on the wall. So it's a, it's I a saw that you met Dave Chappelle there. Congratulations! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chappelle, Chappelle is he's there all the time. He was there last night with Ti. Man, you better let us know. Look, I, I can't He's probably there. He's probably there. there right now. I will. Let us know. We there. We're known for after parties after the show, <laughs> especially random. Shout out Tosin. <laughs> that's where we're. That's where we're Shout going. See, I want to go. Oh no, we got um, look. She's like, I'm, I know. Don't play like, now. We're no, we're known for that. Well, we have a little game. Um, we we got a couple more segments, so stay with us. We have our love this segment and our fan of the week. But quickly, we're gonna play a game called the '90s in 90 seconds. Uh-oh. We are gonna give you 90 I'm seconds, <laughs> and we're gonna. Get, it's a this or that type of thing. So we're gonna drop some background music, give you a couple seconds to answer some this or that questions, and uh, and we're with it. Okay. All right. So, Biggie or Tupac? Too big. Oh, oh, be now you gotta be serious oh, about the Biggie. Like, Biggie or Tupac? Biggie, Biggie's a Biggie's like a comics comic. Like he's he's more real and honest. I feel like Tupac's an actor. Okay. Ooh. Oh, okay. Oh, Look, see, we that one took R&B me out. R and B or hip hop? Let me know. check the uh, R&B or the chat there. People be In firing on. Nineties. I'll take R and B. All yeah. right. Family matters or Cosby's? Family matters because of uh of. Uh, it was funnier. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. So for real or Belle Biv DeVoe? Belle Biv DeVoe because I just Everybody know that name them. more than right. okay. so for real. Fubu or Tommy Hilfiger? <sighs> if I say Tommy, y'all going to think I'm Uncle Tommy over here. <laughs> so I'm going to say Fubu just to be safe. For us. Look, we ain't I'm just, I'm just joking. No, I, I mean, I definitely had... Equal amounts of both. Yeah. So. Okay. Set in the same. Champ- yeah. Champion. <clears throat> or starter. Uh, starter. Okay. Champion's the poor man starter. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No. Starter I'm being a champion. Yeah. Okay. Starter was everything. Uh, let's see. Walkman <laughs> or boombox. I remember starters. Uh, Walkman because nobody wants to hear your freaking music. Like. <laughs> commentary for every right, single does. thing. <laughs> I love it. I'm over here like, what? <laughs> Super Soaker or Nerf Gun? Neither, man. Put the guns down. <laughs> okay, look. What? Water guns. Martin or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Martin all day. We
Erica Badu or Lauren Hill? Erica Badu. All right. Bernie Mac or Richard Pryor? Bernie Mac, all day. Okay. Yeah. Wow. He didn't even hesitate. Whoa. He was like, no, I wouldn't Mac hesitate man. with that either. I don't know. Bernie Mac show is one of my favorite sitcoms all, yeah. all time. Okay, do Paul Mooney or Richard Pryor? Uh, I would definitely say Richard Pryor. Okay, okay. Jerry Curl or Flat Top? I'm gonna go with the Jerry Curl because I'm a Deion Sanders. I'm a Deion Sanders fan. So oh, Deion was rocking that. So Jerry you like Curl that dripping Jerry juice right, on people? Right. You the only I mean, one so far that said Jerry. Curl. All right, last one, last one. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or X Men? X Men, because I mean, all right. X Men is the, yeah, yeah X Men the shit. deal. All yeah. right, cool. Well, thank you. That was our 90s and 90s seconds. Learned a little bit about you there. Air horn. I'm going, you know, Tupac and Biggie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. So we have our special segment, Love Is, where we like to fill in the blank from this episode and uh, say what love is to us. So let's kick it off. What is love to you? I crack up at this. Um, (laughs) That's why he be having to mute our mics. Love is pain. I think that you have to go through it in order to get to the the root of what love actually is. And it's just surviving pain and moving on and growing and being better because who doesn't need a few scratches? For this episode, love is rooting for you. Because she was literally like from the moment she saw his face talking to his son, she like, no, we about to go see him because I know you miss him. Then even when all of that stuff happened at the whole house blow up, she went next to him and she said, it's going to be okay. Like all of this just happened, all this drama, a girl all up in your face. And she says, it's okay. And then at the end, giving him his own writer's room just so he can make his dreams happen so that he can go get his son eventually. It was just too much. Like she's teaching me how to love and I love her for that. Mm. Mm. Uh, for me this week uh, love is standing up for yourself in the case of Angela just kind of going through and just realizing that uh, you know she wasn't happy she was willing to just toss it all away but just that that's that's what she believed so I was like man she loved herself so much like I need to get Mm. out of this or I need to follow what I want to do I was like dang and that was yeah that was it. For All me. right. Oof. No jokes this week. Keeping it real. Thank you. Look, and I <laughs> love yours. Boy. Like I was gonna say, love is support, but I will say, uh, love is a reality check. Okay. Ooh. So uh, whether it comes from your spouse, your significant other, your family, sometimes you just have to go up against that mirror, or even have the right people in your corner who can be a mirror for you, yeah, so okay. that you can see the things that you need to work on in yourself. So yeah, I think when you find out everybody else been new, it hurt. Uh, yeah, it's a, and it and it's so humbling. But like, yeah. but like, I think you kind of touched on like how can you grow from something if you don't first go through the pain, go through you know the the self love, like all of these things. So yeah, love is a reality check. So okay, oh, well, put put it I on didn't you. I have to do one. I thought I did like three of them already on TV. <laughs> He's like, I wrote the episode. He said I did like three of them already on TV though. Dang. You ain't had with that. Right. <laughs> I'm the writer, okay? <laughs> I could have swore I wrote this Go back shit. and watch the episode. Right. I mean, look at why you're here. Look, no, look. <laughs> love is the after buzz for making me feel special. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. you from even taking time out of your day to come and sit with us and watch the show with us. We love it. So, thank you. Love is your Love is your Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yes, and his lovely lady joining too. Yes, my girl. Lovely lady. We gonna end the in the show with our our love is fan of the week because we do love y'all and we do watch we watch the we listen and read and all of that stuff. The comments. Okay. Yeah, we read. We gonna yeah, we gonna come. Good night, Rocky. Yeah, we gonna address. So So this week, (laughs) I got the fan of the week, uh, and. You know, please forgive me if I don't pronounce it correctly. Z- Zainab uh, Jaleba, Jaleba. Okay. Last, her comment last week uh, when uh, Yasir was talking with uh, Nuri's mom, and they kind of had their 
situation. Mm-hmm. She said, what bill has Nuri assigned Yasir to pay? Oh, that's oh. funny. I remember. He got a lot of controls within that household. So I can already tell Zaynab, I know where you were at with that. You were probably okay. up there with, uh, with Portia. With, right, with Portia over here just like, man, we one in the same. What he doing? You know? And we right here, girl. <laughs> and right. me and my Nuri side of it all. My child was like, well, at least they're splitting house right. duties. Good night. But she was, anyway. a, she was right along with Tammy Townsend on that. Because like, I remember when we were watching right before the show started and he walked in and she was like he got a key you know right Tammy was, was like, like he got a key yeah, mm. love it. but thank you guys I, I know thank a lot you, of Zaynab. you uh, comment on our YouTube uh, videos afterwards you join in live shout out to some of our live viewers today Carmen Williams Kamara Harrington Ebony Vasher Dash Smith uh, Gigi Vegas you guys are absolutely amazing thank you so much for the comments that you dropping D Carter um, but yeah Leave us a, a review on iTunes. We're on iTunes as well, so if you watch after. And if there's anything we missed, comment below. We will uh, continue the conversation. But to continue the conversation, you can also follow us because you never know who might be sitting on this couch next. Okay. We got a couple people still in store, and there's just two episodes left. So, I mean, we might fill us with amazing people. So, follow us so you can figure out who is coming next. But, Rocky, where the, can they find you on social media? You can find me on all social media at Raquel Harris TV. And it's Portia Carter. Thanks for watching. You can find me on all social media at Portia Carter. It's your boy, Tanir Williams. You can find me on all social media at Tanir W. It's your boy. All right. And it is Takira Shabray with you here. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Takira underscore Shabray. And Javron, where can they find you? Y'all can find me at Javron Horton on Instagram. That's the only social media I have. <laughs> I know. I tried to like hashtag Javron Horton on t- Twitter. I was like, ah. Yeah, I, del- I deleted my Twitter, my Facebook. Okay. Well, okay. you know, Instagram I is know. what it we is. We have but... questions, but we're... <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll hunt you on IG. But thank you guys so much for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Love you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.